0: My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and strategic choices that all of us can make in order to become the best version of ourselves. Today with my dear friend and scholar, if I can say so, Steve Risky, we have a fantastic conversation about feeding the soul. The soul? Yes, the soul. That innermost part of who you are. Are you hungry? Are you feeling as though there's something deficient and scarce within your life. We're gonna have that conversation. We do have that conversation that actually dives deep into that other realm, that inner world that helps us really discover, how can I stop being so hungry? Listen in. So, Steve, we're always having significant, deep conversations. We obviously had you on the podcast several months ago on Country in Crisis, one of our cool series. But today is a very different conversation. And so would you be so kind to share with us our three words for today? Feed your soul. Feed Mm -hmm. your soul. Okay. Our listeners are curious, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Talk to me about the soul.
1: Okay. And it, even as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the different places your listeners come from, right? So some come from maybe like a theistic background where we think of our soul as like our everlasting piece of ourself. You know, mm-hmm. does your soul go to heaven or hell? And and maybe others would uh, come from a non-theistic place where they'd be thinking, okay, well, well, I have this psyche, this internal part. And, and today I, I'm not interested in, in, you know, having some sort of theological debate about these things, but rather that internal part of us that is mm-hmm. always looking to feel well and to find wellness. And I think we don't examine it very well. And because of it, I think we make some really, really strange choices that don't make wellness for
0: us. Do you think it's because that part of us is invisible and maybe we're out of touch? Because we obviously, what you just described, we all feel that Mm -hmm, deeply, mm -hmm. but we don't always refer to it or think about it as our
1: soul. Right. Um, And because of that, we think of it as ourself. Hmm. So there is a piece of your being that is talking to you all the time, like a child talking to a parent. Saying what it wants, saying what it thinks will bring wellness. It's that part of your soul when you're hungry, maybe. We'll we'll talk about food in a little bit, but how it it winds. And, and so it's not just I'm hungry, but I become hangry. Or, or, <laughs> yeah. or uh, the part of you that is looking around this world, shopping, saying, what will bring me wellness? It's looking. Your eye is always casting about to answer that question. How can I feel well?
0: So why do most of us not feel well? on a regular basis as I'm a life coach and Mm -hmm. uh, you're a pastor and we're always helping people try to figure out how to be the better version of themselves. We have great job security (laughs) because most people are feeling like I'm not feeling well and I'm not doing well and I'm not experiencing the things that you're talking about. Why is that?
1: All right. So today I'd like to offer you a metaphor and it's okay. a metaphor that's being, been being used since the ancients. And so we're standing on really solid ground here. And that is every single thing that you know about feeding your body is useful information to learn how to feed your soul. So if we take a little bit of work here and and I've known you a long time, and I know that you care a lot about nutrition and how you think about it. If we develop a set of rules for how does one feed their body? How do you approach it? What's the philosophy? You'll learn a ton of things that will apply directly. I mean like directly to your soul. So let's, let's ask this. I'm going to interview you for a second. Okay. How do I know how to feed my
0: body? Well, we just know to give it the best Food, right? And not junk.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know that. Some people live on McDonald's
0: nonstop. Interesting. Because maybe that's all they've ever known and all that they've ever been trained to do. I mean, we tend to, you know. No, I think they intellectually know. Okay. I think everybody knows. Well, maybe we choose that which tastes good versus that which actually makes us feel good. Oh, I think you just hit
1: right <laughs> on top of it, right? Okay, because honestly, and and uh, you know, I often joke because I have a weak spot for, for donuts. I oh, really, we know. Right, saying, right? Okay, we know. that's my joke, right? <laughs> but it fits because I am also aware how much donuts will not bring me wellness after mm-hmm. I've eaten them, right? And so right. I'm aware on one hand, that they'll taste good and I will want it. And my heart says, or so my soul says, right? Like go get it. But I am equally aware that the parent part of me that needs to parent me says, yes, but my desire to not look like I've swallowed a beer cooler <laughs> also wants to get to talk here. And so I have to balance mm. the desire and the now with my desire for later. Yeah. So first rule, right? So we've looked and said, there are things I want now. That I know won't bring me well being, and there are then equally. So let's talk even a little bit further about this this McDonald's narrative, right? So have you ever watched those shows where maybe somebody's like really, really obese and they've been living like that for a long time, and the dietitian tries to give them like Brussels sprouts?
0: Not going to happen.
1: Well, have you ever seen it? I mean, because there's a really strange phenomenon that happens. They don't eat it and go, "Ugh, I didn't like it." They actually gag. Huh. gag. It's like me with onions, right? Okay. And, and there, the thing, and there's this horrible irony in this moment, the thing that could make them feel alive. They've trained their body and being to say, it will bring me death. Hmm. So now there's this terrible horror that for them to follow the path that will bring them mobility and 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 a, ability to like get through life and and not feel heavy and not have all of the physical ills that come with have, carrying too much weight the ability to get there their inner being is saying it's awful
0: i can't yeah it. so not only is it not familiar mm-hmm. it's actually foreign and they and repulsive revolt against, and repulsive mm-hmm. and revolt against it mm-hmm. okay so
1: i think we do the same thing with well-being in our lives mm. So, so that was one thing about food. Tell me, tell me more about how you know about food. Give me something that you think is nutritious.
0: Well, we know vegetables. Okay, good. Which we, we know you don't love, Steve Risky. I, I have my <laughs> list though. Like I'm not, I'm not, I don't like very many vegetables. But well, let's be honest. You've trained yourself. You've made decisions along the way to try things and so forth. Now you're increasing your list. So I think this ties mm, into our method. No, I don't increase very well. <laughs> I'm very careful though. Like I actually
1: like asparagus. It's Fine. and i really like leaves i've learned this like leaves taste great they're fine kale spinach all of them i like the leaves and i don't even like salad dressing so i just eat the leaves which is actually technically better super
0: for healthy for sure Now, right
1: and it turns out right i've in that category i have found ways i don't like every vegetable onions are still loathsome and and yet i'm able to find but let me ask this question then so now that we've discovered that spinach is is healthy right it's the only thing i need to eat right so i want to go grocery shop and just get my spinach and go
0: well too much of a good thing is not a good
1: thing and only a good thing mm. is not the good thing you know so roughly speaking with with our 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 diet you know we, we need some protein some some uh you know vegetables, some some carbohydrate like we 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 recognize when we go shopping if we're wise we we're looking to round out our diet with healthy things yeah so second thing i want to say the first thing is i want to with diet is we, if we follow our appetite, you know, try to live on cotton candy, you're going to die. Right. If we follow our, um, uh, but when we also eat, we have to wisely think it's not just one thing, but there might be a list of things. Hmm. Well, this is a good enough start. Let's start to translate it. Right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So when I think about my life, I have to make a list of what will be healthy. Hmm. Um, and there's, there's, everyone draws up lists. And so any, anywhere you go there's so there's no like one list, no, just the same as with nutrition, right? right. Nutritionists would say. There's no exact hey, way yeah, and yeah. right okay.
0: way to do it. Right.
1: But healthy relationships has to be one, mm. right? It just has to be okay. If we, if we are alone, our soul will starve and, and people who experience loneliness and loneliness is not the same as aloneness. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, so you introverts out there, you're like, no, I know I need some aloneness. Yes, you do. Loneliness though, is that feeling of being unknown and unloved, disconnected, right? Disconnected. Mm -hmm. And of course, one of the beautiful things about this food body thing, many of us will comfort eat to cover up loneliness Mm. or we'll use other things like, um, uh, well, good things like um, exercise or whatever. sometimes we're using another nutrient to try to cover up. Sometimes we're using un- exercise sometimes sometimes we're using unhealthy things, pornography, uh, binge watching. right My soul desires something. it knows it needs something. It feels a hunger. but rather than accurately to define my hunger, I'm
0: just like, oh, I'll just cotton candy through TV and I'm hungrier than ever at the end. I mean that's really the whole essence of this conversation. Our souls mm-hmm. our inner selves our psyches, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. Um, whether you're religious or not religious, whatever, we are hungry. Yes. And we need to know how to feed it Mm -hmm. that which is truly going to meet and satisfy the hunger. That's the conversation. And of course, relationships can feel terrifying, right? Mm. Uh, If you've ever
1: met somebody who's suffered food poisoning or something like that on a certain food, They're like, Oh, I can never eat that again. Right. There we go. Yeah. And many of us, our relationships have brought poison into us in a way that we're like, it's just hurt too much. Yep. It's hurt too much. And and I just need to back away. I would rather suffer the loneliness. Mm -hmm. So we, what we'll see with this is a back and forth, like a ping pong between the loneliness is killing me. And then I move toward relationships, but because I haven't learned how to eat well at relationships, I get poison there and I go back and forth and back and forth. Because I don't know how to have a healthy, nutritious, as it were, relationship. So
0: we need to feed our soul. I'm listening to you. Healthy relationships. What else do we need to feed our soul? Purpose. Okay. Talk to me about that. Uh, We live in a world that's
1: really dealing with the word identity and uh and and how we actuate identity ultimately comes from what am i made for or what what is the purpose and 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 whether uh you know again the theist would say well i want i want my maker to define that purpose and what does that look like and and an antitheist or a non-theist i should say antitheist a non-theist might look and say i'll go ahead and do that but regardless of what we do with identity if we don't sense that we can meet our purpose our souls feel hungry mm-hmm so all of us have work, more or less, right? If right, you don't right. have work, talk to me. But uh, <laughs> no, all of us, we, we, we make these purposes for ourselves, but they, they fall apart on us, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love my job. I love being a pastor, but in the last year, pastoring has been hard.
0: Yeah. Okay. Through the pandemic, <laughs> right? for
1: sure. And a lot of moments where it's like, what am I doing? Mm. And who doesn't have the, what
0: am I doing? What am I doing? Right. Yeah.
1: And I know your life and I know how much you love your purpose, but the days where it fails, the days where it falls apart. Right. And we, once again, we experience the food not filling us and we'll, we'll often go skittering across looking for anything. Yeah. To satisfy the gnawing hunger. For purpose. For purpose. So it could be work. It can be, um, you know, for some people, it's charity, some people, but wherever you answer the question identity, you're likely to be trying to feed your soul with purpose. And it's worth asking, is it working? Did you just go with whatever you felt or did you really like, like a person eating? Oh, I felt like donuts would work. felt great. Or did you really examine, does it
0: actually work? I like that. So is it working? We should be asking that question Regularly, because we're not asking the question, is it working? Mm -hmm. If it's not working, do we want to stay in that place for months and years on end? Wouldn't you agree, Steve? Most people do. They don't ask the question, is it working? And they think it doesn't feel like it's working. So I just need more of the same junk food to use your metaphor.
1: Well, imagine a people whose dietary rule was If it tastes good, Uh, the the Mm. movie Over the Hedge, when they open the chips for the first time and they eat it and they're like, how could anything that tastes this good be bad? Well, Mm. and of course, we're all looking laughing. We're like, oh, we know it is. (laughs) Right, right. Many of us, we have that rule for our identities, our purpose,
0: for our relationships. Well, if it feels good, it must be good. And how can that, you said it, how can that which tastes so good Mm. in the moment be bad for me long term? Yeah, we watch our teenagers with the relationships, right?
1: We're like, that ain't going to satisfy, but they're so shiny. You know, she's so pretty. She must
0: be good and for And right? they're convinced, yes. as we all are. We, we kind of talk about our teenagers. We both have teenagers, right? So we talk about how silly our teenagers are to think that that's really going to matter. But then even as older adults, we do the same thing. Oh, of course. You know, It's like we think, oh, no, this thing. We're all kind of living in this naive situation and mindset of, oh, but this thing right here, it has to be the thing. Mm -hmm. That will satisfy, that will fill that hunger. And oftentimes it doesn't. Yes. So purpose does healthy relationships. What else feeds our soul? What else satisfies that hunger, Steve?
1: Connection to ultimate connection to like, not just purpose, but like real meaning. And so for Mm -hmm. many of us that God fits that equation, um, but it can be uh, people who get involved with charities, people who get involved with uh, movements.
0: So something outside of ourselves that's bigger bigger than than ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
1: we look for it. And whatever we connect to in that way, we will make ultimate. Hmm. If you think about how this last year has worked for many people, whatever, however they connected to the social movements, they sensed something bigger. Yes. And whatever they put at the biggest for you to speak against, it was uh, Ooh, blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. It was blasphemy. And it doesn't matter what it was, whether it was, you know, civil rights or, or someone from, uh, you know, like how you saw red, white, and blue or your presidential candidate or however you saw it. If you connected it to the ultimate, the picture, the thing that would really make all the things, right. We spoke Mm -hmm. about this a little bit in country. We did. You will now, this is back on the soul level. You will feed yourself that and say, this is what it is. And anytime it gets hit or hurt, you will feel the soul damages, but connecting to ultimate is something that humans have always, we built pyramids for this stuff. We Mm -hmm. are willing to historically across the board, look for something bigger than ourselves and say, I need that in order to sense wellness for myself.
0: It's a big deal. Healthy relationships, purpose, meaning, why would we continue to feed Mm -hmm. our body's food that does not satisfy the hunger. In the same way, I asked a question to our listeners today, why would we continue to feed our souls with that, which does not satisfy? Mm -hmm. I love sitting with my friend, Steve Risky, and I just wanna share with you today as we wrap up that we would encourage you today to do some inventory, to do some inventory on the inner world, the inner self, not just the externals, not just the fashion, not just how you look, not just your fitness, But on the deepest places of you, Hmm. if we can use the term, the soul, and ask yourself, is it working? Is that which tastes good Hmm. feel good? Is that which tastes good, not just feel good, but actually is good for us? And so our encouragement today, regardless Hmm. of your religious or spiritual or non-spiritual or religious ideas about life that you would commit today to maybe making one choice, just one choice. Maybe it is the, uh, the broccoli. (laughs) Mm. Maybe it is the Brussels sprout, but one choice today that would begin to give real merit and value to your soul. And in turn, actually feed your soul for life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.